True, true. Especially if you inspired a bunch of people, which Suicidal did. They inspired Metallica, Slayer, uh, Anthrax, Megadeth, you know, Exodus. Metallica came out with this album the the same fucking year. Yeah, I know. I know. And a way better record, too, on top of it. It's different. It's come on. It's di- don't even do this. Don't even don't even stoop down to the stupidity <laughs> right here. Here, come on, was so irritated. <laughs> Dude, I was irritated. What do you expect? Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and well, that's pretty much it. So uh, let's go. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different album from a different band or artist and we break down that record. We do a ton of research and uh, and then we just talk about it. Sometimes song by song, sometimes just overall. I don't know. My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars and five stars only because uh, that's all we care about. And uh, so go do that. All the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number if you want to call us, uh, text us. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Now, Jeff, uh, what the fuck are we doing today? We are doing suicidal tendencies and suicidal tendencies. So that was kind of a fucked up intro, but that's okay. That's okay. Life's just a little fucked up. Yes, yes. We're doing Limbiscuit today, though. Generation X. Generation Strange. So good. I'd rather be doing Limbiscuit this week. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love the crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Could that could that be one of Fred Durst's best lines right there? Gotta love the cricket. I think that may be Fred Durst's best line that he's ever said. It's not just what he says, but it's how he says it. Gotta love the crickets. Oh, it's so it's so good. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I would rather be doing. Uh, I would have rather listened to all the Limbiscuit records this week let's, than listen to I all know, of the Suicide Let's records. come on. Let, there's a lot of there's a lot of praises to be sung about this record. There's a lot. That's true. There is. There is. There is. A lot of good things here. Yeah, but there's a lot of shit to say about the other records. But anyway, we we did all that. On we did. The, we should talk all the other records already. We're done. <laughs> So I so I'll, I'll bring it up again just in case you know some people haven't listened to the rankings yet. We decided one reason why we decided to do suicidal tendencies this week was because uh, somebody who listens to the pod reached out to us and said we should do a suicidal record, but we should be doing lights camera trujillo, or what's the name of the actual record though? Basically, is what that album was. Yes, yeah, pretty much. He wanted us to do that, but you know we didn't know that record that well or at all actually. Uh, so we decided to do this and said, but we took we his advice. We forgot to do that he fucking even mentioned a record and we did what? this one. So No, we didn't forget. We just would rather have done this one. Would have rather done this one. But I'm not going to lie to our listener here. I'm not lying. I'm I not lying forgot. at all. I completely forgot until you even mentioned it. And then we looked back and 
at least it wasn't one of the records that we shit all over. At least That's it was like a, a top <laughs> record for us. It wasn't like when we did the Manson album, because fr- uh, somebody who listened reached out and wanted us to do Mechanical Animals. Oh, and wow, we completely, really? Yeah, that was the album that they wanted us to do, and we Dude, completely shit album. all over it. That yeah. is Manson's worst album. It's one of his worst. Not his worst. But no, it's, that is it's, his fucking it's... worst. That, that, wow. That album, I don't think I even finished it. It was so bad. I really think I didn't finish it. I think you both made fun of me. You and Skip like said, you need yes, to finish it. Yes. No, fuck that. I'm not, it's fucking trash. I know Skip liked it. Skip, I mean, Skip likes that record a lot, but yeah. That, Skip has no I idea what he likes. <laughs> Skip waits for me to tell him what he likes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who like, listens to the pod, you know, never mind. I, I like I like being mean to people that are not here to to give a rebuttal because I can just because, I can do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's that makes you feel better season. about yourself, yes. It makes me sure. feel better about myself. I feel bigger. Yeah. All of all of the things that, <laughs> that that are essentially why I'm I'm not the bully of the pod. You are. Um so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Whatever. All right, so yes, we're doing Suicidal Tendencies. Yep. Their self-titled record. Yep. And uh, so let's get into our our origin story with the Suicidal Tendencies. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. Um. So because I can, I'm going to give like three origin stories because there are different... This is uh, your pod, I guess, right? Yeah, well, it's your pod, but I, I'm just a, a guest on it. Isn't that what they say like about like Earth? This is my country. You're just allowed to live in there. Well, there's something like that. Oh, I know saying. what you're talking about. Um, what the fuck? Oh, is what that? is that this stupid is, saying? What is that? This is like this is a woman's planet. Men are just allowed to live on it. Is that like the thing mm. that happens? It's not that. It's um, something stupid, right? Yeah, it, it's some. Yeah, I know what you're. I know exactly what you're talking about. Let it percolate. Well, we're just living on it. It's it's so and so's world. But, oh, I think it's just a general thing. It's like it's uh, it's Jeff's world, but we're just living on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you you can interchange that that name or person or thing. Yeah, to anybody. So that's what this this podcast is is about. It's this is okay. Jeff. This is Jeff's no, pod, but no, I'm it's just Tyler's part pod. It. It's just Jeff is allowed to speak on it, and wow. that's what I'm going to do. My three origin stories. One is institutionalized. Early, my my neighbor. Friend of the pod, Eric Mullen, which I not talked to, I've not talked to in like twenty years, but the dude was like my best friend, and his older brother Josh listened to like a lot of really good music. And when we did Sublime's, whatever Sublime, the last album Sublime had, or not that I had, that we did on the pod, mm-hmm. I had mentioned that I had stolen Sublime, Sublime from him as the CD. I just like stole it from him. I don't know why. You're a thief. He just would have fucking like probably gave it to me if I just asked him, but I just took it. I was like, "Oh, this is a good album. I want this," and just fucking took it. And his brother listened to Suicidal, and I remember him listening to this song because I thought it was so stupid. I was like, why is this guy just fucking talking? Like, why is he just like telling a story <laughs> and complaining about shit? And so I thought that was dumb. And then Psycho Vision. So I'm fast forwarding now to my second um, origin story. Okay. Psycho Vision comes out for the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack, and this is late '90s. Where you know, we're in 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 the age group now, yeah. where we're accepting music, but we're not quite like appreciating it. Appreciating it. Appreciating mm. it. That sounds weird. Appreciating it. Appreciating appreciating it. Appreciating but we, it. 
because I don't feel like we've we've wow I don't know what it's I'm like falling apart here. <laughs> you slowly are, you are I'm kind of falling apart here huh? what's going it's, on it's happening it's happening but I'm I have a point though I, I do ride. have I do have a point I do have a point okay. my point is because of the era we grew up in our age group the late 90s was an era we accepted music but we were a little bit too young to appreciate it but we accepted it we liked it we enjoyed it but we didn't like dissect it the way we do now it wasn't until like after high school mid 2000s era that we like went back and like holy fuck that that soundtrack to uh Tony Expert Skater was actually way good and like let's appreciate that more so my third origin story is now like my neighbor my neighbor is a really big suicidal fan but only this album and he was a really big pantera fan but only vulgar display and so he'd always talk about suicidal and he played a lot of bass lines from suicidal and he's seen suicidal several times but he's no he's he knows most if not all of their albums are fucking dumb except for like this one and so that's when I listened to Suicidal. It was like right when we started collecting, I went mm-hmm. back and listened to this one as an adult and now appreciated it. I I accepted it when Psychovision came out and I, I listened to Suicidal more at that time. I accepted it, but I didn't appreciate it till now. And I think like the biggest difference is this is why this album is not my number one because I appreciate what it did. I hear the cat right heard there. Heard the cat, heard it, heard it. It's number six. <laughs> number six since we started potting. I, I I appreciate this album now. <laughs> I appreciate what it's done, what it did, what it was doing, but it's not their best. And and uh I, I don't I don't know what my, my end goal here was. But that's that's about all I got. All right. That's fair. That's nice. That's, that's good. it. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Um, oh, so just anybody listening, if this is the only episode that they've been listening to, you might hear a cat in the background, a cat screaming Ew. or meowing or whatever. That is because somebody has played a prank on Jeff and have put a, some sort of speaker or something somewhere where he, in the room where he pods and not, it just randomly it's goes somebody, off. It's my idiot wife. Like she's she's <laughs> she's a dummy and she put something in here that's annoying and now it's annoying me. And this prank has been going on for at least a week because we talked about it last week on the pod. So, yeah, so you'll hear it occasionally, and we are counting it. So this is number five, or no, six. Number six, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, my uh, my origin story with Suicidal Tendencies is the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, the first one from 1999. That was the first time I ever heard Psycho Vision, first time I ever heard of the band, and... Uh, I mean, it wasn't my favorite song off of the record, but it it was one that that truly stands out because there there's a couple on the soundtrack that are just kind of like whatever, like the unsane song. Like nobody really cares about that one. Which one was that one? It was just like kind of the the noisy one. I can't even think how it goes. Like I always skip it. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about like the and there's like here like here and oh. now from the Ernie's. The That's Ernie's? a good song. That's a good song, but it's just like it has yeah. nothing. It has it's like not nearly as good as. You know, the Goldfinger, Primus, Vandals, anything like that. Okay. Or Suicide Machines. But anyway, yeah, Psychovision was my origin story. I don't think I heard it institutionalized until maybe, uh, it was probably like middle school. So shortly after, I heard it on K-Rock. And I, I thought it was stupid. I thought it was just like, only just kind of talking and kind of like what you said. It just It's kind of dumb. And I just have always just heard it. 
and I know the song and I didn't like it for a long time, but then it just kind of grew on me. And then eventually I, I listened to this record, um, but which I, and then I eventually really liked the record once I heard it in, in its entirety and realized, oh, this entire record is not, is not uh, institutionalized, which is fucking awesome. So I don't know. That's kind of my origin story. It started young, but I didn't really get into this record until uh maybe maybe until we really started collecting vinyl was when i really started to to really heavily get into this record and then i got this one super cheap from you right like like five dollars five dollars that's what it was yes 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 i have a pretty decent copy i mean it has some surface noise but five dollars i think it's a, a pressing from 1988 1987 it has to have gone up in price yeah so it's not i can check right now like i have it in my my discogs but uh right. but yeah so so that that's that is my origin story um i think it's my a copy of this is overall. uh is is an orange translucent vinyl and i got it oh, used so at the house of used it is a used newer pressing yes and a used newer pressing okay yeah Let's see here. So yeah. mine averages like twenty bucks. It's not bad. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forty two dollars is the cheapest. Forty two dollars. Yeah, forty two dollars is the cheapest. But also my copy, like I said, it's it's a little beat up, but so I could probably get like twenty five, thirty bucks for it. Easy. Yeah. So yeah, mine's a nineteen eighty nine pressing. There you go. Um okay, so let's let's jump into this like let's break it down a little bit um do we have let's start out do we have any stinkers on this record no no i don't have any stinkers either uh, i don't have anything that's even like close to a stinker either yeah same here i will say though this is this is a record that really is is better when you don't break down the song when you don't take the songs out of context yeah like you gotta listen to this record front to back it's only 28 minutes it's fucking short perfect time it's like such a perfect digestible punk record it really is and it's way more exciting when you take it when you put it in that context rather than pulling the songs out individually because some of these songs are like 50 seconds long a minute long. i I just i felt bad because i i have six bangers but i was thinking like dude but like i don't know i really like some of these songs when they follow one of my bangers or I like one of the songs when they precede one of my bangers. So, yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't like pulling from this album individually because I think it diminishes some of the songs. I agree. I agree. Except and for like the big, massive ones, I think are fine to talk about. Yeah, and also some of the songs are they. There's really not a lot to them. It's just they're fast, they're chaotic, and that's all they have going for them. They're not. They're not catchy. Like no, nobody in the band really shines. It's just the song itself is really good, so it it kind of for me it kind of made it hard for me to break down some of these songs because of that because I have nothing yeah. really to talk about. Like, what am I going to talk about? Okay, this is chaotic. That's it. Oh, it's true. Just pure chaos. But um, well, what is uh, what what is what is institutionalized on your on your banger list? It's my one B. Oh wow! It's it's too it's too iconic, man. It's it's too good. He just sounds so lazy in this song too. Where does this where does where does this this one sit for you? This is my three B. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be this is my three B, baby. All right. I mean, well, let's get into it since we we've already played it. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, what do you got on this one? I mean, like overall, this is this is a teen angst song, right? This is that that yeah, is what's yeah. happening here. This is this is like emo before emo was was emo. This is this is teen angst. This is so silly. This is so dumb. The song like just slowly falls apart and like gives this impression of sloppiness and, and chaos. And I think that's what all leads up into like the choruses and the choruses are fast and aggressive and kind of like kind of shitty too. Like Mm -hmm. like they maybe had trouble recording it because they sound like they're going to fall apart. And the way like the drummer does that, that four count stick to jump back into the verse that, and that's Mm -hmm. how they go back into the verses. Like that's so childish. That's so amateur. (laughs) It All is. of these things are what makes this song like fucking really, really amazing. And this is a song that is kind of like overplayed, but in like the the lower circles, overplayed. Not quite in the the smells like Teen Spirit overplayed. Like the lower True. circles yeah, overplayed. Yeah. This is a song that that anybody that knows who suicidal tendencies are knows this song. So it's overplayed in their discography, but it's underplayed overall. But uh, I don't know. It's a good song. I like it a lot. I do too. And did you watch the? Um, did you watch the video? Yeah. <laughs> the video stupid. is so stupid. Fucking it's so stupid. Dumb. <laughs> awkwardly stares at the camera, and yeah. like, I, I get what you were trying to do, and I get like this is in like the early '80s, so. And it was so bootleg. Yeah, so I, I I understand. It's just like, dude, that's dumb, man. That's a dumb <laughs> video. Does not hold up well. It is just stupid. But do you know what's cool about it too is that you know when they made this because they were like what twenty one twenty twenty one years old yeah barely twenty they probably thought this is the fucking coolest thing that they have ever done they had just put out a record or they were just about to put out a full length record and they make this music video I mean who was nobody was making music videos MTV I think just started and to have these like these fucking guys from Venice <laughs> you know it's just I just love just the kind of carefreeness of this of the music video and just how cheesy it is i think it's like awesome what, what makes these guys cool or even even cooler i guess is is the fact that yes this came out in like 1983 but they had been growing since then they have been doing like the the live circuit they've been playing shows they've been getting a lot of yeah. notoriety much like hardcore punk bands of their time before they put out their first album or their next big album they're playing a lot of shows and their crowds are going from friends and family to 50 people to, you know, a hundred to 500. Now they're playing like up to like a thousand people and they haven't released their first album yet. So they dropped this one and this song is like objectively good. It is just a yeah. very unique song. It is really cool. It lost, it lost top song of the year from to, to on K rock to uh, a Duran Duran song. And if you look at K-Rock's <laughs> top songs of the 80s, every single one of them was a new wave band or some type of 80s pop band. So of like course it was. every time yeah. we make fun of the 80s, and I know I sang its praises a couple weeks back when I talked about the Wedding Singer soundtrack, but like the 80s was a dumb fucking decade. It was just it was a dumb yeah, decade for music. For music. Yeah, it was just fucking trash. Yes, there are outliers. Yes, this is another outlier from the 80s that did really well metallica was dropping albums in the 80s that were really fucking good as i've come to grown to love but damn man the 80s were just a <laughs> dumb era of music for or dumb era for music so i i read a story that that mike that mike told uh 
he did some, I think he did an interview with Loudwire or something, uh, maybe a few years ago. And he said, or they asked him, what was it like hearing, you know, the, or how was it, you know, the rise of institutionalized and, and hearing it for the first time on the radio? And he said that, oh, when, when I heard it on the radio for the first time, I thought it was just a tape in my, in my, my, my tape deck in my, I heard it in my car and I thought it was just a tape in my cassette player. And I thought, that doesn't, that story doesn't make any sense because <laughs> he's already listening to the radio. Why, you're, well, one, you're listening to the radio already. And second, why would you be listening to your own band when you're driving around? <laughs> like which, which one of those excuses is worse? <laughs> yeah. Which one is worse? So I call that story complete bullshit because I doubt because well, you're right. Like you already listened to the radio. You're in your car. You've heard song after song after song after song. Your song comes on and you have to double check to make sure it's not the tape player. But you've already like released this album and, and you're trying to get big. So I, I, yeah. I get that maybe. But then the other alternative is you have your own album and your tape player. And that's kind of yeah. lame. <laughs> it's super fucking lame. It's like <laughs> I'll, I, call, I call bullshit on that story. And also it's just, dude, how can you not be excited hearing your own song? Even if it's on the radio station that you don't like. Who cares? Rock was a shit in the eighties yeah. and the fucking nineties. Why? And it's all like you said. Why the fuck are you listening to the radio station if you don't like it? Any if you don't like yeah. that station anyway? Stupid story. Stupid oh, fake oh. story that that he threw out there. Fake news. Yeah, oh, I don't like that. That should go on the no no list too. What, Mike Muir? Fake news. <laughs> yeah. My- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, institutionalized. This is uh, th- this was also kind of a style that they. They they use like quite a bit on this record, and I don't know. Maybe I don't even know what to call it. Like, like swingy. Like it has that dun 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 dun. dun, dun. It's just that. It just sounds like a swingy I, I, kind of I song. I know what you can call you know it. What I mean, I mean it's, it's called what? amateur. This album is is is, <laughs> is 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 amateur, amateur. It is. This is some shit that we do. Like when in our early days of of, of being in a band. And there's another song on here that is essentially the Puddle Mud. And I, I mean, it's a Puddle Mud chord progression, but obviously Puddle Mud came way after it. But this is this is amateur stuff. This is stuff that you, you're you having the one, four, five chord progression. And then when you get into a band, you kind of like extrapolate from that and become deeper, become richer, become better. Yeah. The cat just the went The cat, I heard again. that, yeah. That was a weird one. That was a weird one. So that's number seven. That was a weird one. I, maybe there's two noises. There's, there's a there's like a, a meow, like a meow, and then like a meow. So yeah. there are two noises. Because I've heard I've heard the meow and and the the, the crazy and the roar. Yeah. The roar. But yeah, this is um the, the institutionalized is a is a honestly it's a joke song. It's a joke song that shouldn't yeah, be yeah. this good because it's there's nothing about this that is great. I honestly think this is fucking sloppy. I think that like. The build-up to this is is remedial. I think everything about this song is elementary, and it's got fucking it's got it's got chutzpah, it's got spunk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh man, I like it too. I like it too. I don't know. Do we have anything else on institutionalized? I thought we no, talked that's about it, that's it more. All. But yeah. yeah, no, that's. I mean, like the lyrics are fine, and like like I we talked about earlier. They're funny. It would be funny if you saw one of them. I mean, these are like the original uh, bro band, right? What what do they call them? The bro bands, like the like Pennywise. Yeah, like I don't know, like the Nine O Niners, but 
Yeah, like a 909er, yeah. Because I think it's because the, the bandana and the the clothes and everything like that. It, it's 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 because of the fucking overall like white guy aesthetic trying to be like super gangster and super macho. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's essentially what this band per, personified. Personified. Personified, yeah. Fuck. But um, but yeah, they, they like the lyrics are are fine. They're they're funny. It would be funny to hand some guy who's wearing the flipped up Bill suicidal uh, Pepsi and and just to see if he would if he would get the joke. like chuckle or if he'd be like, "Why are you giving me a Pepsi?" Then because I I think that's what would be what would happen. I don't know. But yeah, the the whole like, "Why don't you get me a Pepsi?" thing that's funny. And his mom says, "Because no, you're just on fucking drugs," and it's like an argument with him and his mom. And that's that's funny because that's that's relatable, you know what I mean? Like like you ask your parents yeah. for something and like you really just want a Pepsi, but like the way you ask it, the way you look, the way you're dressed, the way you've been acting, your parents think something completely different. But you, I just really want a fucking Pepsi, man. I just, I just want a Coke. I want something. <laughs> so that's that's funny, but that's so that's so niche to like seventeen years old. Yeah, I know it's very immature. <laughs> yeah, but... it is. <laughs> You know who, what band did a great parody of this song, or just like a part of it, is Guttermouth, with the song My Chemical Imbalance. They, they're, the breakdown in that song is takes from a little bit of, of this song institutionalized, and it's so fucking funny. Every time I hear it, I just, I, it, I laugh every time. I think it's way funnier than when, than what Mike has to, what Mike does in this song. So Do you know what I'm one, talking about? Yeah, I do. That's from yeah. your favorite Guttermouth album. I actually. love Shave the Planet. Shave the Planet's so good. And I, I, I think when Mike does it, there's no comedy at all. I think, I yeah. think he's, I think he's like super serious. I think there's zero comedy. But yeah, when the Guttermouth does it, I, I, I think there's something to be said. Like Guttermouth is like the best at it, the fucking best at parodying big hits because he did it with uh, the Doors too, the Love Me yeah. Two Dogs. Like Guttermouth <laughs> is just fantastic at it. And all you gotta do is just uh, create that that dint 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 like that yeah. part, and you you automatically know what it is. And the and lyrics too, great. it's they're so good. Yeah, so I'm I'm done I'm done with this institution instant institutionalized dude dying over here. <clears throat> all right, so let's move on to your one B. What do you got? One B, your, baby. Your number one banger. I saw your mommy. Really? Okay. Because the be. lyrics or or what? A uh, little bit of everything. Um, this is the one, the Puddle of Mud song, the ding 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 ding, like that chord oh, progression. Oh, you're right, huh? Yeah. Is fucking basic, basic, basic. And honestly, like that, that same that. chord progression, if you just go like, I think up a fret or down a fret, that smells like Teen Spirit. It's it's the same thing that everybody does. It's it's basic basic stuff but it's so fun because you can tell these guys are younger because their songs are based off these rookie riffs and that's what i'm gonna call i'm gonna call them rookie riffs these rrs these double, double r's. r's they're rookie yeah. riffs and like when mike kind of like yells it. sings i like it i like it a lot <laughs> and yeah dude the fucking lyrics are are, are they're pretty intense brutal. yeah pretty graphic stuff right here yeah but see, this is another song too, where it's um, musically, it, it kind of starts slow with that kind of swingy kind of thing, and it speeds up. This is this is like in, this is like another 
institutionalized. It, ha- it has the same kind of trademark style to it. Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, it's it's cool. It's it's fun. It's it's a long. It's the longest song on the record too. Clocks in at four minutes and fifty two seconds. Which when is super fucking long <laughs> for this for this fucking record. Yeah, that that's very very long. considering the record's not even thirty minutes. Yeah. But yeah, like the transition here from slow to fast is like non-existent. It just it just happens. happens. It just goes. Yeah. And it's so sloppy and again it's so childish. There's no there's no like thought going into it. And like that's like in, in like in essence, that's what you want like real punk to sound like, right? You want it to just be like you, your favorite word, you want it to be organic. You want it to just I just hate that flow, word. just to come, I know. Oh. Oh, terrible! But word. like, bro, like, except really, for when like, Rise Against does it, because Rise Against are not good at uh, at doing like the the transitions. Like, it never sounds good. Don't even. I'm not even going to go into this with you. And your stupidity. It's true, though. Dumb opinions. You know it's true. You know it's true. I swear it's true. Yeah, I, I don't saw, know what that is. Oh, that was um. We actually did that on the pod. I swear it's true. That was a B side from Pinkerton. Oh, was it? Okay. I really miss you, girl. I swear it's true. That's fine, though. <laughs> That's fine. I guess, I guess we don't listen to Pinkerton to B-Sides on the daily. That's no big deal. No, I'm not like you. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did listen to Pinkerton the other day, actually. like Pinkerton uh, or the B-Sides? I, I listened to Pinkerton on Saturday, and then I listened to the, my top Pinkerton B-Sides Saturday night on Spotify. Which was not, I swear good, it's though. true. But what? But I, I swear it's true is not my top Pinkerton B-side. Not in top three, so I did not listen to I swear it's did true. Did we even talk about it on the yeah, pod? Okay, very briefly. Thought, yeah. But like mostly it's like like a long time sunshine. Uh, I just have to love my dreams. Those are the, the top ones. I'm so yeah. tall, can't get over me. I'm so small, can't so get underneath. Oh, That's good. Yeah, that's a fucking great song. Dude, play, play I Saw Your Mommy. Okay. okay. We're getting way off track here. I thought you were going to want me to play like a Weezer song or something. All right. So okay. here it is. Um, I Saw Your Mommy from uh, Suicidal Tendencies. What a song. God, <laughs> this song is so much fun. Like I, I, I laugh <laughs> and I smile. This song reminds like nobody's going to understand what this what this means, but this song reminds me of Niddle Shins, and that's why oh, I love God. this song so much. Cat oh, I heard the cat. Him. I heard the cat. It's number eight. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> this song this song is their fucking Niddle Shins. That's why I love this so much. Wow. <laughs> like he's you can, can you tell you explain what Niddle Shins is? Come on. <laughs> Niddle Shins is it was was our our attempt at at trying to be like like brand dickamillo essentially and, yeah. and cky and jackass fame and, and we were and 17 16 or 17 we were, we were in high school and we recorded yeah. just a, a a one-off thing and it's very um it's very it's very fun it's very much in the same vein as this but it's just it's not good it's just no, not it's good terrible. at all it's recorded though. We we did record it. It is recorded, so it it is in the uh, it's in the sphere forever. But it's it's on my hard drive. But the similarity to Nittleshins and this is, you hear the beat, and mm. you're trying to rap or you're trying to sing or you're trying to talk, 
and you you're trying to follow the beat and so you can hear him doing it when he says and your mommy's dead he holds that mommy's thing a little bit longer so he can hit that beat that is yeah. that is amateur shit right oh it totally is it like, totally like, is. like 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 an experienced rapper and experienced lyricist would would walk all over this beat like this is this is child's play but these are children and that's what that's what this is. That's what's so great about this song. And then this song's a fucking diss song. This song's essentially a, 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 a yo mama joke, but done in a in a <laughs> in a morose way. Yeah, in a very vulgar way. And I I I fucking love it. It's so good. <laughs> it is pretty graphic. There are moments that are pretty graphic too. I mean, yeah, it just talks about yeah, just mutilated bodies. That's what it is. Talking about mutilated bodies. But the, the chorus, the, I I had no idea what he said ever until this week. Twisted body, twisted body, yeah, twisted body chopped off feet. Her body was minced meat. Bugs crawling on her arms. She's dead. Can't do no harm. Gnarled up legs, broken and bent. Her last breath has been spent. This is, but this not this terrible not, lyrics. No, it's it's not at all. But this is not like a like a like a like a, a sad song. This is not supposed to be a, a a dark song, like an AFI type thing. Like if AFI had done the song, it'd be a lot different. Yeah, this or like is, Manson. I, <laughs> I honestly they think this is like a, a a Yo Mama joke, but just done in a very dark way. It's yeah, supposed to be I taken could, as I could a joke. That, yeah. I could definitely see that. My like my favorite part is when he just says, "I saw your mommy and your mommy's dead." He holds that last part just a little bit longer to hit that beat, to hit yeah, that downbeat. Yeah. Because he's, not, he's he's a lyricist, but it's not great yet. No, well, no, it'll never be great. But this is the peak, the peak of Mirror. Uh, <laughs> That's fairly true. Yeah, number one banger, baby. Number one banger. So then, what what do you got for your uh, for your two B? What is your what is your one oh your one B was my one B was, was institutional uh, subliminal, subliminal is your is your two B, subliminal, subliminal. So what do you got on this one? What 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 B is this for you? That's my two B as well. Oh, yeah. What is what is uh, I saw your mommy then? Is that a B? It's not a B. Get the fuck out of here! That's not a B. Are you serious <laughs> right now? That's not a B. Yeah, it's not a. B. Are you joking my ass right now? I will say I think it's only the only reason why I didn't make it a B was because I don't know I have no re- I honestly I have no good reason why it's not a B I really don't I really, I think really after don't. I think after this episode you'll re-listen to this album and you will like you will like I saw your mommy a lot more I think what it comes down to is that like I said at the beginning this is an album that has to be listened to front to back that's it it's hard to really take a song out of that and kind of you know, rank it and this and that. So I don't know. And I felt, I felt like when I, when I was rank, when I was ranking all of these songs, I felt like, you know, this is too much like institutionalized. Yeah. The lyrics are, are, uh, are obviously way different, but from a song structure and musically, it's very, very, very similar to institutionalized. So I think that's why I was not a banger for me. I think it's hard. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It's hard sometimes to separate, like we rank them as bangers, but some of the songs don't need to be better than other songs because they complement each other. So like this song yeah. isn't inherently yeah. better than this song. 
So I think when we rank songs as big bangers and okay songs and stinkers, it, it kind of like pigeonholes them into being worth less than they should be as a whole. Yeah. Well, it's like Suicidal Failure, the last song. I think that's a really good song, but it's like the sister song to Institutionalized. Oh, that's my 6B, baby. That's my last it, B. It's a, it's an, it's straight up a institutionalized. That's what that song is. Structurally. Yeah, no, now you're right. So that's why I didn't list it as a banger, but I still think it's a really good song. But once again, it's, you got to listen to this record in its entirety. It's not something that it, it's a, it's an album that's hard to pick apart, but well, so yeah, subliminal it. number two is, is our, both are both of our two bangers right here. I, I like, I like how shitty he says subliminally. Like that's <laughs> that's my biggest takeaway. It's 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 again. He's trying to hit the beat, the subliminally. Like, dude, it's so <laughs> yeah. dumb. Like that is so <laughs> stupid. That's that's like oh. watching these old like '90s ciphers of, of like hip hoppers in New York trying to like like go at each other in, in these freestyle battles, and they 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 get a word that's got multiple syllables in it, and they just kind of like let it draw out. Because they're thinking of what they're going to say next, but here, it's it's, it's the fucking chorus, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Like this is this is child's play. This is child's play. Don't fuck with me, so subliminally. It is really. Uh, it's childish. It, yeah, it really is, man. It's fucking childish. I didn't really think of it that way, but it. You're right. You're totally right. Totally fucking right, man. Subliminally. Dude, that's five syllables how he says it. <laughs> you give you well, give it is five syllables, so subliminally. That's five syllables. Yeah. The way he says it. Right? But you give any 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 good lyricist, any good rapper five syllables, he'll fucking throw down anything. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we all know he's not like a he's not a rapper. He doesn't have the flow. He's just trying to. He's a punk singer, like he's not. He's not supposed to be great. I mean, he, he's yeah. been turned into this icon. The, he's been turned into this icon that I don't know if he really expected to be, and I don't feel like he really. I don't want to say deserves, but I don't think he's as great as people think he is. He one hundred percent doesn't deserve it because he's not great. He's never been great. Even at his best, he's still not great. This band, even at their best, are still not great. They're just really, really good. But they're not great. Yeah. Like Psychovision, that's 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 a good, good song. But it's great. And like honestly, if that wasn't on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack, would it be great? <laughs> that song is know. pretty fucking sick though. It is sick. It's fucking fantastic. But there's something to be said. Like that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. I mean, that's it's not just like you and me who like this the genre of music, but like all walks of life almost objectively think that soundtrack is is fucking unreal. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you're pitted up against bands like Primus, like the Vandals, even Suicide Machines that we just did last week that are mm-hmm. actually better than what we had thought them to be, right? Like New Girl is a fucking unbelievable banger of a song, but Beyond them right. as a whole are 
better than that even. Like they're fucking a fantastic band. Yeah. Goldfinger for God's sakes. Like a lot of these bands are are better. But Suicidal, like that song is is fantastic. But Suicidal's a, a weak band. This is a weak, weak band. Suicidal have have ridden the coattails of this first record their entire career. Like yes. without a doubt. Without a fucking doubt. And this record really just it just kind of came out at the right time, to be honest. Yeah. Because when you think about it too, it was 1983. Black Flag. When did when did Damaged come out? I think it might I have mean, been 83 as well or 82. But Black Flag was doing this music in the 70s, but they didn't True. do. They didn't do. They never like dove into thrash or metal the way Suicidal did. Yeah, and I that's guess, why uh, Suicidal held it, up so high. Damage came out in '81, I think. And then everything, then remember, like, they took, there was like two or three years, Black Flag didn't do anything. And then they put out like four records in two years. Yeah. Like in 84 and 85 or some shit like that. Basically, their entire existence was was early to mid 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah. But like, like, again, even, even damage, like damage, there was nothing on damage that was that was metal that was thrash sounding nothing mm. so so it's like if you took up. if you took Tarpa damaged Punk. and then you took like kill them all and put them together you would get like suicidal theoretically you would get these two yeah. you, you would get this but you didn't you got something honestly kind of like better suicidal's first album is kind of better than than both of those things put together because it's 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 honest it is very honest, yeah. yeah. It's fucking child's play, dude. It's it's so ba- it's so dumb. It's so elementary. It's so stupid and and whatever the 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 bizarro of complex is, it is it is all of that. The even yeah. like the the fucking the the cover art, it's trash. Dumb. Really? I love the cover art. Dumb. I think it's stupid. I think it's so cool, man. I think it's they're, so cool. They're hanging upside down, but like the outer edge of it is 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 filled up with with skulls and other bullshit. That's stupid. I think they could have done like I think suicidal the picture tendencies. Itself, band, I think it's cool. I I think it's I think it's stupid. This band this band grew up in Venice. This band is from an era from a place where like skate culture is rife is fucking rich. I forgot, like, one of the guys from Suicidal Tendencies left Suicidal to go join Tony Alva's fucking band, for God's sakes. Like, come on. Like, yeah. they are so ingrained in skate culture. And, like, that's also Also, Stupid. Mike's older brother, I forgot his name, but wasn't he part of the Dogtown crew? Yeah, well? he was one of the Z-Boys. Yeah, so there's that. Um, it's, 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 I think it's a dumb cover. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think they've done any cover I do like great. I, I, I like this cover. I like the picture itself, the picture in the middle, not not the outside stuff, but I like the actual picture itself, where they're all hanging out upside down and stuff. But it's just—I mean, it goes with the album. It's very, it's very high school. It's it's very childish. It's very. What what do you think would look cool, dude? I don't know. Let's just hang upside down from a fucking jungle gym at the park. Childish. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong. There's with nothing that. wrong with that. The nothing great about it, but there's nothing wrong with it. All right, let's let's get back to the to the songs. We we really veered off for like no reason at all. Well, we're still talking um, about suicidal though. It's we still are in the same. But same, we like completely veered off from the actual song. 
if this album had come out, if Suicide had not existed until 1987, we would not even be having this discussion. If this first album dropped in 1987, well after Metallica had, had dominated the thrash scene in the early 80s, well after any of these other bands have, have been doing this crossover thrash that people rave about, we would not even be having this discussion. The only reason why we've been talking about Suicidal is because this came out in like the early days. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's fine. They you do it first. There is something to be said about that. Doesn't mean you're the best, but there's you know you should be held in uh, I don't know in, in higher regard for doing it first for sure. True, true. Especially if you inspired a bunch of people, which Suicidal did. They inspired Metallica, Slayer, uh, Anthrax, Megadeth. You know, Exodus. But Metallica came out with the same this album the, the same fucking year. Yeah, I know. I know, and a way better so, record too, on top of it. It's different. It's come on. It's different. Don't even do this. Don't even. Don't even stoop down to the stupidity <laughs> right here. Your come on was so irritated. Because <laughs> I was irritated. <laughs> what do you expect when you say some shit like that? Oh my god, that was a, that was a good come on. That was a good come on. That was so irritated. Because <laughs> that what you said was fucking irritating, dude. It's, it's God, that was such a... It's different. It's different. <laughs> God, that was annoying. Um, where are we at? Oh, I, 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 I lost my place. I didn't know yeah, what we were talking subliminal. about anymore. Let, you know what? Let's play a little bit of subliminal. Subliminally. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I almost said Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, subliminal from the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Suicidal Tendencies. I mean, it's it's really the same fucking song as as uh, I saw mommy right the ding 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 subliminally yeah I, I don't know it's the same fucking song most of these songs are the same song they are even even I mean the fast songs too the chaotic songs they're all kind of the same they're but fun like, though one of the best parts of um, oh no not this one sorry it's, uh, suicidal failure is the one that's similar to I saw mommy. And institutionalized. And institutionalized. Subliminal. This one. Um, this one's cool because it transitions from fast to slow. Fast to slow. The transition from fast to slow is great, but the transition from slow to fast is silly. Like they don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. The it's, drummer does have some cool parts, though. He has some cool fills, though. That's all they do is just a really quick drum roll. Yeah. But it's almost like. Like, I have no idea what we're supposed to do. Just drum roll, and we'll go back in there. And, like, that's yeah. it. And you can tell that is, that is that's like, rookie stuff. Rookie riffs. That's rookie riffs. That's fine. That's fine. It's totally I'm gonna, fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this a thing, the rookie riffs. The rookie riffs? And subliminally. Like, like you're, you're, you're exaggerating subliminally to five extra syllables. Like, it's subliminally. It should be, like, one thing you just say. To to like I, I don't know. It's it's a long know, word. It is five syllables. So it is I mean, a long word, but subliminally is not. It's five syllables, right? If we are getting into like wordage, subliminally is like a a, a supplemental word. It's something that you are talking about. Subliminally should not be the focal point of your point. Here is the focal point of his point. Subliminally, like that's what we're focusing on. 
Like what? What? What is subliminally? Like what are you talking? What? Why? Why are you why yelling are you? at me? What? Like what are you talking about? Like a good a good lyricist is is going to use subliminally to to prop up his point or her point and and make whatever they're trying to convey seem seem more higher class. Yeah. Here yeah, he's yeah. just he's leaning. He's just subliminally. Like it's it just, is. It is kind of you're lazy, dumb, bro. You're dumb, dude. They're fucking like 19 years old. So and again, like I, all all of these critiques are are just building up this to be as great as it actually is because these are just a bunch of dumb kids that listened to Black Flag probably a couple times and like thought like, hey, let's let's do that. But we also like Iron Maiden too and and other stuff. So maybe we can also do that. I don't know. Here we go and then <laughs> threw this out. And it's good. It is good. So what do you got lyrically on this one? Subliminally. I don't know. This was I thought this was uh like like I thought this was his his idea of of being deep in the sense that like things are are creeping into like his subconscious because he's talking about Oh, did you hear the cat on that one? No, I didn't hear the cat. Because I wasn't talking. Shit. Yeah, mm. I didn't hear it. So that's number nine for the cat. I feel like you're just making up numbers at this no, point. No, I think I think we're at nine. I think we're at nine. I, I think when you when you I think when you edit this problem, <laughs> what am I even edit saying? Edit this problem. Dude? I'm just so done. I'm just falling apart. I don't know why I'm I'm so so done so here. I haven't eaten today. We're ordering pizza tonight. So <laughs> you're gonna watch pizza today. Yeah. We're gonna have pizza better tonight. What do we? What do we? Uh, oh, oh yeah, I I, I think I think this what? this is this is representing Mike, acknowledging the fact that things are creeping into his subconscious, like media, parents, uh, the government, and they're they're making him think differently, based off of what they're doing. Subliminally, like all these things that he re- <laughs> he he says, right? The danger, fucking murder, and. All these other cool buzzwords, all of these yeah. things are creeping into his subconscious and making him think that way. Yeah, That's so I, I got that one. I got that too. <laughs> lyrically, I feel like this is also uh, <clears throat> him like fighting back against the status quo. You know, in with watching so much TV, you're get, you're fed all this subliminal message, all these subliminal messages, and saying like you need to do this or that you know you need to be a good citizen a good you know you need to work you know a, a you know a fucking nine to five job you need to be a good citizen and he's pretty much like saying fuck you to that to all the subliminal me- messages he sees on the tv that not just you know the government's saying but what society in general is saying so i don't know but i guess we have the same thing likely on this one it's similar. I don't. I don't think his lyrics are, are, overly deep by any means, uh, but they're they're interesting. So that's cool. I, that's cool. I don't think his lyrics are as childish as the music, though. Agreed. I agree with you on that. Definitely agree with you on that. But also, like like we said, take into account these guys are from fucking Venice, California. If you've never been to Venice, California. I don't know how it was in the 80s, but nowadays it's a complete fucking shithole. Um, but 
you know, they're fucking 19, they're teenagers, you know, and they're writing this music about, they're writing thing. I can't even think, dude, I can't even think right now. See, this is, this is just, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Subliminally. It's like, th- this is like made a subliminally, subliminally stupid. Whoa, subliminally. Subliminally stupid. After you know, talking about this. Crept in. Crept this is what in. happens when you listen to this record. It makes you even stupider than you are. Even more stupid. Is it stupider or even more stupid than you already are? All I know See? is that girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. That's all I know. They do. <laughs> yeah. Dude, somebody's fucking blowing up fireworks right now. Still, Fourth of oh. July tomorrow. All I know is that girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider, and boys go to Mars. What do they get? What do they get? I don't know. To get more candy bars. Come on. Is that really the thing? I knew knew the Jupiter and stupider thing, but I didn't know about the Mars thing. And then girls go to college to get more knowledge. And then, uh, fuck, what was the last one? Kelly Kelly always says it, and then I, I, I butcher. I say, like, boys go to knowledge to get more knowledge. Of and course make it like you do. super annoying and they get so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Girls go to candy bars to get more Jupiter. <laughs> God, you're so annoying. Just out of control. Out of control. So good. <laughs> wow. All right. So that was your that was both of our two B. Two B's right there. Yeah, we I've those are my one, two, three B's. All right. Oh, uh, let's see here. What's your 3B then? That was my 3B. No, my 3B was in- institutionalized. Excuse me. Oh, it was. Me. Okay, okay, okay. Excuse so me. my 3B is I Shot the Devil. I Shot the Devil. This is uh, this was originally I supposed to be- Reagan! <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be called I Shot Reagan, but appara- uh, supposedly the FBI approached them and said, no, you can't do that. Uh, and I doubt the FBI or any government agency reached out to suicidal tendencies or reached out to Mike and said, no, you can't write those lyrics. I no, highly that's doubt fucking it. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, also I, the whole thing of like, of like Tipper Gore getting involved in the PMRC and, and, and yeah. telling him that they're going to blackball this record. And then Mike released a statement and that to his label and, and it got sent to Tipper Gore saying, yeah, if you tell us that we can't release it, people are just going to want it more. And so Tipper Gore backed off like, okay. Yeah. Relax. Full of shit. Of course. Full of shit. But I will say like they were still getting, like even on, on, on Instagram, was it? Or, or Twitter? They, they got banned for like three weeks because of their name, Suicidal Tendencies. Did they really? Yeah, their their Twitter or Twitter or Instagram was shut down for like three weeks because they were investigating suicidal tendencies. Oh shit, I didn't know that. So I will say that like like they chose a a pretty pretty punk name. And I like it. Yeah, it, that's very very true. The name is cool. Well, not cool, but I think it's fucking dope. I think it's fucking cool. I love it. <laughs> It's just so, it just sounds so cool. It sounds so edgy. It, it's fucking rad. It's it does, everything you want from an edgy name. It does sound edgy, and this record, you know, goes along with that edginess. Because it is an edgy record. It, I mean, as much as, as much shit as we've talked about this record, it's still really good. It's I really fantastic. like this record, yeah. It's fucking awesome. But it's just sometimes it's more fun to just talk shit about something. Especially when it's something you love or like. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would do, all we do is talk shit on Blink. Like honestly, like every time we do a Blink podcast, all we do is talk shit on it. That's a very good point. A Everything. very very good point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Um, <laughs> so I shot the devil. Yeah, this one. What I like about Mike's voice in this one, he this is like one of the only times I've ever heard him strain his voice. Like he's actually really trying. Like you know how on on AFI shut your mouth and open your eyes where Davey just sounds like he's his vocal cords are about to be ripped out of his throat. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel Mike is going for on this song, but not to that extent obviously cuz that AFI record's amazing. But I feel like that's the idea on his vocal on this song. There are some moments where he's really pushing it. And it would be cool like if he if he did that if he had done that more back in the day rather than making mediocre thrash thrash metal but that is true no that is true that that's one reason why i like this i and i think that i like the lyrics too i think the lyrics are um they're they're heavy they're uh controversial for sure but i i i think it, it they the, the music and the the lyrics go hand in hand on this but they're pretty straightforward on this this song as well but i don't know what what do you got on this one for sure, like the lyric, like lyrically, when you open a song with just "I shot Reagan," like that's the first thing he yeah. fucking says. <laughs> like know. that's so funny in the eighties. Like this is nineteen eighty three. Like this is just elected. This is this is hilarious. This is funny, yeah. funny stuff. But I, I, this is not a banger for me because okay. I, I, I think this is pretty damn similar to like two sided politics. I think both of those songs go hand in hand. I think I think you got to listen to both of them back to back. To get the full effect, um, so Sorry. that's why it's not a banger. But I like, I like, I like how it transitioned into subliminal. Yeah, all right. That's I would never like change the song if it came on the, the radios, <laughs> on the radios, which it would never be. <laughs> that's true, and I would never be listening because what is what does he say? He he, he'll he wants to shoot the Pope, wants to shoot John Lennon. Yeah, when did when did Lennon die? Did Lennon die right he, before this? No, he didn't say I want to shoot. He says I shot John. Oh, Lennon. I shot. Lennon, I shot yeah. the Pope, and then he says yeah. I shot the devil. So to be fair, he was comparing Lennon and the Pope to the devil. So he's a uh, equal opportunity, I guess. That's edgy as well, right? It is. It's it's a bit edgy, yeah. It's good. And then the the chorus, "Rotten heaven, you're too bad for hell. Rotten heaven, because rotten heaven, because you're forgiven in hell." Eh, it's uh, I like. I, I mean, those lyrics aren't bad. I mean, they're really, really not bad at all. Wait, so did did John Lennon get shot after this album came out? I see. I'm looking right now. Hold on. Because that would be <laughs> oh, dude. I, I, just, I, just, I, I, go, I googled John Lennon and just, just so many things come up. It's super annoying. He <laughs> yeah, died in uh, December. Yeah, 1980. Yeah. Okay. So before this, three years prior. Three years prior. Not that like people getting assassinated is cool, but that would have been no. cool if, if he got assassinated after this album came was out. Was this was this right? This must have been right after Reagan was um, that attempted assassination. Reagan assassination, nineteen eighty one. Wow, that was I thought that was like way later in the eighties. So I guess. Right. Oh, and then the Pope. You know, remember the Pope was almost assassinated too in the eighties. So I guess he's just like talking about all the the big figures that were assassinated or almost assassinated. Maybe, maybe it's it's like a a bigger picture thing of of he thinks because he says like in heaven you you rot or you rot in heaven. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe he's actually saying like you should have fucking died, like you should have been gone. Because then he at the end of it, he says I'd shoot him again and again and again and again, right? Yeah. Which leads yeah. you to believe that I would, I failed, but I want you to die. So maybe he's like mad that they weren't that weren't they weren't killed, which would be even more punk. I heard the, the cat. cat. I heard the cat. Yeah, yeah. it's number ten. Maybe that, that, maybe he's like upset that they didn't die. Ah, that could be. That could be because the the Pope's assassination or assassination attempt was in 1981 as well. That actually happened at the Vatican. Wow, at St. Peter's Square. You ever seen Mission Impossible Three? I mean, that happened in the Vatican. <laughs> That's true. That's a great point. It's mm-hmm. a great point. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I shot the devil. I shot the devil. Should we play this song? Should we move on? What do you think we should do? Whatever you want to do, kid. No, I mean let's play a little bit because I want to hear his 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 vocals again, dude. Fireworks are going crazy tonight. It's it's starting. It's it, tonight. Tonight Has is it, literally like Saturday night because yeah, we're not like no one's gonna do it tomorrow night because people work on Tuesday morning. So tonight is the night. Yeah, tonight's that's kind of true. Are there are there a lot of fireworks going off over there? Tonight's the night. What song is it? Dude, I know that. Oh, it's uh, Neil Young. Come on. There man. you go. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are fireworks constantly going off. Yes. <laughs> right, here's or gunshots. A, I don't know. Here's I Shot the Devil from uh, Suicidal Tendencies. I shot. Damn, dude. He has some great screams on this one. It's. It, <sighs> it's such kid. a shame, his, man. His, his vocal cords are like untouched they're 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 no no limits just imagine an entire an entire record where he kind of where he screams like this it could be so fucking cool oh man but now we get join the army and um 12 other records that nobody really cares about so i know 12 other fucking records jesus christ <laughs> yeah all right so um that was my number three so, what do you got for your four B? Uh, the the opening suicide is an alternative slash you'll be sorry. All right, this is my six B. So, what do you got on this I one? I, I like this one. I like the intro. It's goofy, but but you know, kind of scary sounding. With the laugh, but very very childish. Yeah, very childish. Yeah, but that's fine. Who cares? The back and forth in the in the in the in the like the stereo channels, the vocals. Yeah, dude, yeah. that was so cool. I like that. And and the lead guitar is like stretched to the limit here. It's just constant noodling. That's 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 as much as that dude knew. He's like, that is all I got. <laughs> this is all I have. I don't know anything else. And really, throughout the end of the throughout the rest of the album, besides two sided politics a little bit, we don't really hear like a lot of a lot of really good lead parts. And the bouncy part when he when he when he says like he's got a story to tell, like oh, dude, it bounces in and it's so good, so catchy, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I like it. I do too. I think this is a great, a great. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Gwen Stefani, great. <laughs> Gwen Stefani, great. <laughs> this is a great. <laughs> this is a great opener to the record. Yeah, the laughing's stupid, but they're kids, they're teenagers, whatever. Um, this is a great. I mean, it's a, just overall a great hardcore punk song. At, I love the back and forth vocals, like you said. It it's, it just sounds so cool, and it just it gets me so pumped for the record. This is 
a great starter. This is just an absolute fucking great starter. You you can't fuck with it. Yeah. And it's so chaotic to the point where you can't even understand what they're saying. Yeah, it's it's the back and forth, but I have no idea what they're saying until I'm actually reading the lyrics because it's just so jumbled. It's a jumbled mess. It's really what it is. And the guitar wanking, I agree with you, it's nothing to write home about. It's just there just to be there, just to make noise. This entire song is just there to make noise. But I love it. I fucking love it. But it's nothing more than that. <laughs> nothing that, that more is, at yeah, all. Yeah, that is it. it this is, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, this is, uh, but that's, it's like that, a joke song. It's a fun joke song for them. Yeah. But see, I don't even think it's a joke song. I think it, this is just, this is punk mu- This is punk music, especially at the time. Dude. Punk music is joke music. I mean, let's be real. Punk uh, music is fucking yeah. joke music. Overall, especially the Sex Pistols. Like the biggest oh. joke of all jokes right there. It's true, though. Come on. Fuck the Sex Pistols. They're fucking terrible. Oh. Terrible. Terrible oh. band. This first this first song, Suicide's an Alternative, You'll Be Sorry. Um, mm. Like the little... Uh, you'll be sorry. A little flair you, like you threw in there. Yeah, Jeremy. Like <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good song. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Should we play a little bit of it? What do you what what should we do? I Honestly, feel like, like I feel I feel like we're winding here. down. I feel yeah. like we're winding down. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do ooh, as Kel would say on Keenan and Kel. Yes. With his orange soda. Because orange soda. Yeah, <laughs> I I for sure feel like we're winding down here. Um I don't really have much else to say. I have a couple other bangers, nothing like I really want to get into badly. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that after after um, Suicidal played a show in LA recently, where they were being commemorated or for fucking whatever reason I don't know with like a plaque or a statue or a star I don't know but they played a live show it was free and they got shut down after like four songs and it was kind of cool to watch them because they took the stage and it was a free show and like hundreds of people showed up. And, you know, the guitarist, the bass, and the other guitarist start playing. And it was Dave Lombardo on drums because Dave Lombardo posted it to his Twitter. I feel or like Instagram. I remember this. And when Mike came out, like, everybody just fucking lost it. And there's people, like, climbing the stage. And, like, the stagehand are just pushing him back into the crowd. And after the fourth song, the police shut it down. Um, but, like, that first four songs were just like, God damn, dude. Like, these these guys never missed a beat. Even though there's been mm-hmm. 45 members of their band, the crowd <laughs> is is just as thirsty as they were from day one, and and that's something to be said. That's something to be said. Yeah, we should talk yeah. this band a lot, but damn, like, and and they play like the the Back to the Beach Festival right a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and fucking drew thousands of people going there to see them because you see videos of that, and everyone got their flipped up bill and their tank tops of 13 on the back. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess this is going into our wrap up here. Do too. you think? Uh, do you think Mike paid or paid for the police to shut the show down? Because <laughs> why would why would anybody that would shut a be show so down? So cool! That would be so awesome. Because why else uh, would they shut it Apparently, it was down? just too raucous. It was too raucous. But like, come I on, this is L.A. I don't this buy is L.A. This is yeah. L.A. Right before like fucking uh, the what's the. The George Flynn riots. This is L.A. right before the Floyd. George Flynn riots. So like Floyd. L.A. is ha- George Floyd. Yeah, George Flynn. What, what, <laughs> what's a popular Flynn? I was trying to think. Of, I was thinking uh, of this Flynn. 
Flynn? I don't know. Um, I don't know any Flynn's. I don't know any Flynn's either. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. But it's I like, come Wynn, on, come on, dude. David Wynn. What about right? remember the 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 ninety nine or yeah the nineteen ninety nine Democratic election in L A at Staples yeah. Center when Rage played? That shit oh, didn't get shut down. That but reminds suicidal me. Two other things. Come on. Come on. Uh, one, um, infectious grooves is dumb. And Infectious Grooves, <laughs> the other thing was they made fun of Raging as a Machine in one of their songs. Oh, that's but, true, yeah. Dude, Infectious Grooves are not good. I don't even care. They're not good. Yeah, I never not really got good. it. I never really got into it. I, I think like it's like like this is another example of, of you get a bunch of people thrown in a super group. It doesn't mean it's going to be great. You're right. You're right. That shit was fucking okay. I listened to it this week. Nah, this is just this is still dumb. So... On a complete, complete kind of side note here. Uh, speaking of supergroups, Velvet Revolver was obviously a supergroup, right? Velvet Revolver, Guns yeah. N' Roses, Stone Temple Pilots. So I don't know if you saw recently, but I guess Guns N' Roses have been playing a Velvet Revolver song, which I thought was really cool, right? Like I mean, that Axel, that Axel actually said, "Okay, that's cool. Let's play a Velvet Revolver song." It's, it, and he's it's cool, it. but it's just like it's too little, too late, bro. Like, well, agreed, yeah, because you know Scott Weiland's dead, but but I still like you know the the reputation that Axel Rose has, and considering how much he he hated Duff and Slash for many many years. Yeah, it's just I think I th- I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat. I watched the, I actually watched the whole video, and they played the song Slither. Which is not a bad song, uh, but yeah, they played the song and and Axel sang it, and he actually did a. I thought he did a pretty solid job, you know, singing Scott's parts, which actually very it really surprised me that they even played it at all. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out there, supergroups. But anyway, continue, continue the joke. Uh, no, that's it. That's all I got. I heard the dogs barking, so I had to look at my phone. Ah, okay, okay. That's it. No, no cats meowing. No, not yet. <laughs> all right, so then let then let's wrap it up because I mean honestly that rock that's wrap all up. I've got. Wait, was that the dogs or was that the cat? Can you? So I, I, th- I think that. those are the dogs. Yeah, oh, those are the dogs. I, I think when I'm talking, you can hear things, but when I'm not yeah, talking, yeah. you can't hear things. Oh yeah, the dogs are going nuts. <laughs> yeah. Renee just get home. So, no, it's just we ordered pizza and I think the pizza guys there, but I told them the wrong price. I thought it was like X, and it was like X plus tax. Oh. So, whoopsies. (laughs) 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 I don't don't care. It's not my problem. Uh, All right. So let's uh, let's uh, let's give our final thoughts on this suicidal tendency record. Suicidal tendencies record, and then uh, we'll give it our uh, rating. According to our world-famous three-point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. This this album holds a place in time. It is a placeholder for something that is a a, a bridge, a, a pathway to other things. And I think for that, it is it is amazing. I think, did you hear the cat? I thought that was the dog, actually. No, it just fucking went off again. I think that was number ten. But I, I, th- I think, I think this like, this is a, a a timepiece, but it's something better because even though it sounds like it, you know, it's this crossover thrash album from nineteen eighty three, 
it's really just a bunch of kids like throwing out a pretty fucking good hardcore punk album. It's something that like Black Flag kind of did a little bit on some EPs, mm-hmm. but really like this is fun. This is this is fun. This is dumbed down. This is very basic. These are rookie riffs. This is a bunch of kids <laughs> that are having a great time. And that's something that we don't hear a lot from these earlier hardcore punk bands. Like a lot of these earlier hardcore punk bands are just fucking serious. Just way too serious. And even though I think this this like feigns seriousness at its core, it is not serious. It is goofy. And it's I think this is fun. I think this is a fun album. And these kids threw out something that was truly unique. And and I think that it, it holds up today, not just because this is something that like came out that bridged the gap between two genres of music, but this is just this is just good this is good music for anybody who was in a band in high school and wants to put out music. Anybody can do it. Just look at this. Subliminally. Come on. <laughs> um, but it's good, man. I, I really, really, really like this. I don't think it's perfect. But uh, this is this is easy 2.5, but I'm hard-pressed to even go up to like 2.75. But I think I'm going to keep it at 2.5. All right. So then my final thoughts. I agree with you. I feel like this is not a serious record much like you know or like you were saying black flag and and other their other peers are much more serious even like the vandals were a little bit more serious than than they were at the time and uh but that's fine because when it kind of what i was reading mike has always said that you know this is like a party band he created this band to party with or to, to like play or to play at parties like this is never at the beginning the whole point was just to have fun and that's it. That's all. And then after that, you know, we got joined the army four years later and the rest is history. But, um, but no, this, this record is, this record is solid. I mean, yeah, like we, we have talked shit on it actually quite a bit, but we really do like this record. I really do like this record. I think it's solid. It's a ton of fun, but it is also a record that has to be listened to front to back can't it's hard to break it down because some of the songs are so short they don't really go anywhere but it's that's not the point the point is not to go somewhere specifically in one song it's you have to hear the entire you have to hear it in its entirety it's almost like a like strangely it's like a concept record like it's musically a a concept record and uh and that's fucking rad man i think it's awesome i i think it's it's so exciting i wouldn't say it's beyond its time but it was definitely unique at the time. And uh, yeah, that's that's super rad. So I don't know. I guess I would just be repeating myself over and over again. And Just, uh, just ready with, for the ranking here. Just, with just, that, just, just ready for the number. I'm going to give it a 2.5. It's, it's by far, it's not perfect by any means. But a 2.5 is fair because because of the concept aspect of the entire record and where it sits in the punk community and, and punk history and, and all that kind of stuff. So 2.5 is great. I mean, it's uh, that's a, that's 2. a good 5. to great record. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, I have it on vinyl. I do listen to it every once in a while. It's solid. So good, good stuff. So that, that's all I got. Um, I don't know. I think, are we, are we, are we good? Are we good to get the I, fuck out I, of here? I think we are. I think that's it. That's all. 
right, well, thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us five stars, five stars only. And um, you know the rest. You know the drill. And that's it. That's all. My number seven is Join the Army, second record from 87. And uh, that is high. This why is why is that so high? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yes, yes We're doing Limbiscuit today now. Generation X Generation Strange So good I'd rather be doing Limbiscuit this week <laughs> Gotta love the crickets <laughs> could, that, could that be one of Fred Durst's best lines right there? Gotta I love the crickets I know Skip liked it Skip, I mean, Skip likes that record a lot But yeah, that, Skip has no idea what he likes. <laughs> Skip waits for me to tell him what he likes. <laughs> true, true. Especially if you inspired a bunch of people, which Suicidal did. They inspired Metallica, Slayer, uh, Anthrax, Megadeth, you know, Exodus. But Metallica you know, came out with the same, this album the, the same fucking year. Yeah, I know. I know. And a way better so, record, too, on top of it. It's different. It's come on. It's di- don't even do this. Don't even don't even stoop down to the stupidity Dude, right here. Here, come on, was so irritated because <laughs> I was irritated. <laughs> what do you expect when you say some shit like that? Oh my god, that was a, that was a good come on. That was a good come on. Because he's talking about. Oh, did you hear the cat on that one? No, I didn't hear the cat. Because I wasn't talking. Shit. Yeah, mm. I didn't hear it. So that's number nine for the cat. I feel like you're just making up numbers. At this no, point. I think I think we're at nine. I think we're at nine. I, I think when you when you, I think when you edit this problem. <laughs> what am I even edit saying? This problem? Dude, I'm just so done. I'm just falling apart. I don't know why I'm I'm so so done out here. <laughs> <laughs>